Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so much for your your uh, day. Thank you for the time that we have to spend together here with other believers, Lord. I pray that we'll just uh, just take some time this morning to just truly focus on you, to just take a step back and say, Lord, you've, you're so good to us. You give us so much that we don't deserve. And Lord, we could just, we could take this time to truly worship you in spirit and song. Uh, Lord, just, just help us to focus in on the message that Daryl has for us. And just to, in this moment, just to, to reach out to you, to want more of you and to love you for all that you've done for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
thousand stories of what they think your life but I've heard the tender whisper of love the dead of night and you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm never Good, 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 good
All my words fall short. I've got nothing new. How could I express all my gratitude? I could sing these songs as I often do. Every song must end, and you never can. So I throw up my hands, praise you again and again, cause all that I have is a
praise you again and again cause all that I have is a hallelujah hallelujah and I know it's not much but I'm nothing else fit for a king except for a heart singing Okay, if you have your Bible, turn with me to Matthew chapter uh, 6, 16-18, Sermon on the Mount. We go through the book of Matthew on Sundays, Matthew 6, 16-18. Jesus has talked in previous weeks about uh, giving, about praying. This morning's about fasting, Matthew 6, 16-18, about fasting. Um, we're going to leave the leave the we call the title page up there a little bit longer than usual before we read the text. I'm going to ask you to pray with me, please. Lord, as we come into your house, help us to focus on you, on your word, on your, on your spirit. And this morning, uh, you already know my prayer. You already know my heart. You already know what's going through my mind. Help us to let the Holy Spirit, uh, Deal with me, deal with us, each of us individually. Help us pretend that me and the Holy Spirit are the only ones here. Help us to not, help us to get over what everybody else thinks, what everybody else is doing. Help us to get over that. Help us to move past that. And it's what God is doing and what God is doing in me. Help us to just concentrate on that one thing. Help us to get past the fear of, of everyone else and just concentrate on your spirit this morning. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Okay, uh, inward disciplines. Uh, this is, uh, this is a t the, on the screens, the 12 spiritual disciplines by uh, Dr. Dr. Richard Foster. Just put that up there. I'm not going to preach on those, but I just put that up there because of the fasting part. And I didn't really know that he'd ever done that, but there's the inward disciplines at the top and downward are the outward. And that's what I want to concentrate on. The only reason I chose that is because, because fasting is, is there. Fasting is one of the inward disciplines and then we'll move on to the some of the outward implications all right let's go to the text and Matthew 6 16 through 18 moreover Jesus said when you fast do not be like the hypocrites who with a sad countenance with a sad countenance for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting. 
but to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Now, I'm going to deal with fasting a little bit differently than Jesus did because the situation is different. Jesus is talking to his disciples. I'm talking to his disciples of Jesus right now. But he mentions fasting. Well, they're very familiar with that. They already know what it, what it means. We're not. For some, for some reason, uh, it's become, when I talk to, you, uh, uh, talk to you about fasting, you probably know what it means. But I'm going to guess that most of the people in the room have never done it for a spiritual reason. Because it's, I don't, I don't know why. It's just become one of those things that in Christianity today in America, not necessarily in other places, but in America, it's kind of strange. You know, you just don't think about it, don't uh, talk about it much. Technically, fasting is going 24 hours without food, okay? Now, we can make it and take it and use it some other ways. That's, that's fine. But when Jesus talked to his disciples, he said, when you fast, do it like this. Don't do it like the Pharisees do it. You're not doing it for a show. But when Jesus said, when you fast, he meant 24 hours without food. Okay? That's what it, that's what it is. So for Jews, uh, their day starts at 6 o'clock in the evening. I know our, our day starts at midnight, but their day starts at 6 o'clock in the evening. So for a Jew... It would be, for, for the disciples of Christ, it would be that uh, from 6 o'clock to 6 o'clock, okay? Now, uh, I'm not going to get into, you know, the technicalities of it, but I just want to use fasting as one of the inward disciplines that's kind of strange to us. Uh, we don't think about it, talk, talk about it much, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you in that way, Okay? about doing something, getting involved in something, beginning to practice some things in your inward life that will help your outward life, okay? So I'm going to use, use an example, a story, and we're going to turn to, there is an outline of this on the back side of your announcements, if you'd like to use that, Acts chapter 13, 1 through 4. Dealing with the issue of fasting, um, an inward discipline to challenge us to maybe do some things spiritually that we're not used to. And okay, the story we're going to read, then we're going to look at some things on the on the outline. Uh, short story out of Matthew. Uh, I'm sorry, Acts chapter 13, one through four. Let me turn there now. In the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and t t t teachers. Read closely with us. There's Barnabas and Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manaen, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. So these five men in the, out of the Antioch church, okay, just these five men, and they ministered to the Lord and fasted. The Holy Spirit, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work which I have called them. So you have five men out of the whole church, and they meet, and they're praying, they're fasting. 
while they're praying and fasting, the Holy Spirit talks to them. He said, now separate from you five, separate me two. Okay? Then having, then again, then having fasted and prayed, that's again, they uh, laid hands on them. So they laid hands on the two and they sent them away. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. So I want you to see that story, and what I want you to see is what's going on inwardly, and then it affects the outward. What's going on, what the Holy Spirit, what God's doing on them on the inside affects the ministry that the Lord can use them in and call them to, okay? Um, so the inward affects the outward. So I'm going to leave that story, come back to it. If you're looking at your, at your outline, I want to look at just that one word, the inward. I want to challenge you to, if you're interested in growing spiritually, if you're interested in growing spiritually, to begin to change or add to or adjust some things that you're doing spiritually. Fasting is one of those things. I'm going to challenge you to try it, okay? The whole message is not going to be me trying to, you know, talk you into fast. I, I'm, that's not what this, what this is. But if you've never tried that, I, incur, I encourage you to try it. Don't know how well it's going to work for you, but I'm, I am going to challenge you. It doesn't bother me a, di a bit to challenge you to try something new, something different, but to begin to do something different on the inside. So there's fasting. I'm just going to mention a few here. In the issue of prayer, uh, simply being starting to pray more. I'm going to challenge you to try praying an hour a, an hour a day. Now, you may not make that, you may, but if you start that way, so, so the, the challenge is to begin to pray more. Now, there's no way around it. When we talk about prayer and time in the Word, there's going to be the issue of time. And, and you're just going to have to deal with that. You cannot change what you're doing. You cannot change who you are on the inside, probably, without spending more time. And so now's the decision of, of I care enough about this. I, I want to change. I want the Lord to be able to use me. And so, you know, I'm going to try to fast. And then I'm going to try to, I'm going to start praying more. And I'm going to start perhaps change the way I pray. Change uh, how I pray. Change the amount of time that I pray. And then another one, kind of an obvious one is, is time spent in God's Word. And there again is that issue of time. So you might start praying, uh, might start to read a chapter a day. You might start to read three chapters a day. If you read three chapters a day, I think you read through the Bible in a, in a, in a year. So the goal is not so much to read the Bible in a year. The goal is I spend more time in God's Word. So more time in God's Word... Um, not only that, so of course the issue is reading God's word more, but also the issue of reading God's word more intently. So that story that we just read out of Acts chapter 13, 1 through 4, I've read that story about 25 times, 
and looked at it and looked at it just to see what all that that story says. And I'm not even going to share with you even, even half of what I saw out of, that, out of that short story. So it's spending more time in God's Word. It's spending not only to read it more, but then to go back and read it more and more intently. Now, here's the issue. If you don't do something different, you are never going to change. I, wanna, I, I want you to kind of think back to uh, this is January 28th, 2024. I want you to think back to where you were January 28th, 2023. Spiritually, are you any different? Now, I want you to look forward to January 28th, 2025. Are you going to be the same? Okay, let's go back to that story a second before we move on to the out, outward. Let's go back to that story. There was the whole church, the whole church at Antioch, or however big that church was. Five men separated themselves out of that church, and they began to fast and pray. Not the whole church, just five men. From those five, the Holy Spirit spoke to them and, and said, separate me out too. All right, here's the thing. If you're using that as a pattern, not all of you are going to grow. A lot of you, perhaps, will leave the service this morning and you won't be changed, changed a bit. But some of you will. Because the Holy Spirit's not speaking to all of us at exactly the same time. He's speaking to some of us. So, so some of you are sitting here wondering when I'll be done because you just, you just, you know, I'm ready to go, all right? The Holy Spirit's not, not speaking to you. But some of you are listening to find out what the Holy Spirit has to say. The Holy Spirit's not speaking to all of us at the, at the same time. He's speaking to some of us. And now I'm trying to find some of you. If you want to just stay as you are, if you're not interested in spiritual growth, if you don't want to ever do really much anything with your spiritual life, then just keep doing what you're doing. But if you want to grow, if you want the Lord to use you, if you want something to happen in you, if you want God to use you, then something's going to have to change inwardly. I'm not... I, I'm never ever going to use fasting as some kind of trick or prayer as some kind of trick. It's just, it's a discipline that we have for the Lord begin to speak to us, move in us to get ready. The next word is outward. All right. Before he does the outward work, before we begin to be able to be used by him, something's going to have to happen to us inwardly probably going to be in the fasting, the prayer, the word, something. Something's going to have to change inwardly. Then we get to the outward where he begins to use us outwardly, where I begin to be able to affect some people around me and the Holy Spirit use me. And, and so outwardly, just a couple things, it's just things that come, come to mind. It's the, it's the challenge for you begin to pray out loud. As you learn to pray inwardly, now the challenge to begin to pray out loud. How, how many of you, don't, don't raise your hands, please, I don't want, how many of you would be comfortable if I asked you to stand up and pray right now where everyone could hear? Why would you be uncomfortable? Don't you pray? 
and it's a challenge, well, you know, that, that's, such a, that's such an uncomfortable thing. And so the challenge is to reach out, step out, and do some things that you've never done before because the Lord is growing inside of you and beginning to use you on the inside and grow on, on the inside, and now it's going to begin to go outward. So now it's praying. Now the challenge of praying, not only praying out, out, out loud, but finding someone, taking someone, going to someone, and praying for them specifically out loud by name where they can hear you. See, this is different than sending somebody a text saying, I'm praying for you. Nothing wrong with that. I'm, I think a lot of people do that. Send, send a text, that's great, I'm, I'm praying for you. That's, that's absolutely great. But now can you take it a step further where you go to someone in person, take them by the hand, put your hand on their shoulder, whatever, and pray for them out loud, praying for them by name. Has anybody ever heard you Pray for them by name. Has anybody ever heard you pray for them by name? If the answer is no, it's because you've never done it. Wow, I mean, that's such, for some of us, that's just such a stretch. Yeah, that's, that's what this is. That's, that's what this, this is. It's challenging, but see, if you've never done it, let's just take that, that one thing. If you've never done it, you're gonna, if you don't do something different, you're just going to go year by year and have never done it. And it's not, it's not ever gotten out of you. It may be in you, but now it's, it's changing the inward to where it begins to go, to go outward. Have you ever challenged anybody with the gospel? And that's going to someone that you're not sure they're a Christian and asking them, not, not sending them a text, but just, just bold face going up to him. Are you a Christian? I've never seen a Christian offended because I asked them if they were one, but if they're not one, it's, it, well, I, you know, and so it's, it's, it's the inward working itself out where, where we begin to reach out. Now, that's not, we're not comfortable with that. That's not easy for us to do. Of course it's not. Of course it's not. We're not, used, we're not used to that. But it's changing us, and then it's changing the world around us. So it's going up to someone asking if they're a Christian. Have you, have you ever shared your testimony with someone? Have you ever told someone else how Jesus saved your life and now how he can save theirs? Well, you know, that's not my personality. I get that. But it's stretching out, doing some things. And, and that's just an example. It, it may not be that at all. But it's doing some things that we're not used to that maybe we've never done. But we're never going to do that as long as we don't change inwardly. If, you know, if, if, if fasting and praying for an hour and, and spending significant time in, in God's word is so strange to us and we just don't ever do it, then nothing's ever really going to change. And year by year, it's going to be the same thing. All right. Now, this message is going to ch challenge me, and you're going to see why here in a little bit. This all just will make sense. I, I think I'm going to give you a real short testimony, 
and uh, move on and get ready to pray. Um, a testimony is about a time when I was called to preach. I didn't really want to do that because the story that we read in Acts is about separating Paul and Barnabas out to be missionaries. My testimony is about when I was called to preach. The, the, the fear is that you might get the idea that that's the only thing the Holy Spirit calls, and that's absolutely not true. He calls for all kinds of things, speaks to us, speaks to us about all, all kinds of things. But here, here we go, because I want to make this point. So uh, 35 years ago, I just I wrestled with the uh, act, the call of preaching for about three years. The last year before I an answered the call was really bad. Uh, so we we're going to have a revival. This is the church in Springfield. We we're going to have a revival. It's going to be week long. This call, and it was tough because I didn't want to do it. All right, that's what it amounts to. I believe the Lord wanted me to do it, and I didn't want to do it. I told my wife about it. She didn't want me to do it. I mean, nobody wanted me to do it, but I believe the Holy Spirit did. And so I wrestled with that, wrestled with that. So we're going to have, going to have a revival week long. I thought, all right, Lord, if, if you want me to preach the gospel, then let the evangelist know that. And he's going to preach messages on what I'm doing right now, on the Holy Spirit speaking to you, on being called to things, you know. All right, we, he started to preach, and we went through the week. Not one word. Not one. He preached on joy and love and grace and all that kind of stuff. But not one word on the Holy Spirit speaking to you. Not one word on being called. Not one word. So it came to Thursday night. It was going to be the whole week, going to end on Friday. It came to Thursday night, and I sat there. I don't know what he preached on, love or joy or peace or grace, you know, all that kind of stuff. Not one word about being called. And so I sat there, and just as tore up as I had been. And I said, well, okay, Lord, that's, that's the sign and the Holy Spirit made it very plain to me. No, it's not. <laughs> I want you to listen right, right here. It is this. The Holy Spirit speaking just as he did there, speaking to me. Son, you're going to have to learn to do what I tell you to do. Whether anybody else says it or not. You're going to have to learn to do what you know I'm telling you to do, whether anybody else says it or not. Now, the evangelist did exactly what the Holy Spirit told him to do. Now, you do exactly what the Holy Spirit's telling you to do. You cannot depend on what other people think. You cannot depend on what other people say. You're going to have to learn to do what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. All right. That was thir Thursday night. I just, I was like a whip pup. All right, Lord. I mean, there, there was no denying it now. So I went home and told, 
Dee Dee, this is what I was going to do. Of course, she cried. It was not tears of joy. On Friday night, I did not go up. I told my pastor after, and I told the evangelist. I said, you didn't preach anything about, you know, call or, but I, there's no denying. I can't deny it. I can't run away from it. This is what God wants me to do. All right. In the story we read out of Acts, it's very, very plain that the Holy Spirit took those five men, he spoke to them, and he said, separate me out too for the work that I've called them to do. He wasn't calling everybody at the same time. He wasn't calling everybody to the same thing. All right? Those two, those five had to do what the Holy Spirit told them to do, and then those two had to do what the Holy Spirit t- told them to do. Not doing, now, the two that were called out said, but what about the other three? Hey, don't worry about the other three. I'm calling you. I'm talking to you. Okay? Very good chance that most of the people in the room, some of the people in the room, most of the people in the room, the Holy Spirit's not really been talking to you. I, I, there's no way for me to know. But I know that there are some in the room who are. Holy Spirit's been talking to you about something. May, I'm, it does, probably doesn't have anything to do with what I've responded to, what they responded to. I tell you what, one of the loudest uh, things that I've ever heard the Holy Spirit talk to me about was my secular job. So it might be something in your family. It might be something in your school. It might be something in your work. It might just, there's just all kinds of things the Holy Spirit's speaking to you about. Now, <laughs> this is what I've wrestled with all day long. We're going to have a prayer time, and the band is not going to play. And it's crazy how I wrestled with, with that, you know. It's just because it's different, and we're not used to it. But that's kind of the point. Okay, here's the challenge. You, if the Holy Spirit's been dealing with you, if the Holy Spirit's been speaking to you about anything, you're invited to come and pray. Now, that could be all the way from, I think the Holy Spirit's speaking to me, but I'm not sure about what. All the way over to, I know what the Holy Spirit's speaking to me about, and I'm struggling with it. So it's, it's, it's all the way from, I'm, I, I really don't know what it is, but I just believe that God's, God's dealing with me, speaking to me, to, yeah, I do know what, what it is, but I'm still struggling with it. So everywhere in between is this, t- is this place where God can be speaking to you. Now, here's the challenge. The band's not going to play. you got to learn to come anyway. It's not going to be easy. you got to learn to come anyway. you got to stop depending on the band to play. And you got to be listening to what the Holy Spirit says. Now, you're not going to wait on anyone else. You're not going to wait till somebody else comes. I'll say it to you like the Holy Spirit said to me. You've got to learn to obey the Holy Spirit no matter what anybody else says or does. So we're not going to depend on the band to play. 
And we're not going to depend on someone else to come. The question is to you, is the Holy Spirit speaking to you? Doesn't matter what, just anything, whatever it is, is the Holy Spirit speaking to you? So we're not going to depend on the band. We're not going to depend, not going to wait on someone. We're not going to see what someone else does. What's the Holy Spirit saying to me? Is he talking to you about some things? Is he trying to, trying to talk to you about maybe stepping out and doing some things you've never done before? It's, you know, it's, a, it's a challenge. It's a big step. But I believe the Lord's talking to me about it. So this is challenging for us, and it's challenging for me because I'm thinking, oh, Lord, we've never done it like this before, and I don't know, and I don't know that anybody's going to come, but you know what? I've got to do what the Holy Spirit's telling me to do, or I'd be a hypocrite. So we're not going to wait on the band. We're not going to wait on each other. Who are we waiting on? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit speaking. Mark, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and turn the lights down about halfway. Let's stand. Very simple call. The house is going to be very quiet. Is the Holy Spirit speaking to you? Has he been speaking this past week? Is he speaking now? About anything. If you want to come to an altar and pray, say, yes, the Holy Spirit is speaking to me. Yes, the Holy Spirit has been speaking to me, and, and he is now, and I want to come and pray about that. Someone coming, if you want to come with them and, and pray, that's the other thing. I really encourage you to, you to do that. Come to someone and pray. That may be a stretch for you, but that's what we're doing is stretching. So let's not wait on anybody else. Let's not be concerned about anything else. Is the Holy Spirit dealing with me? Is the Holy Spirit speaking?